This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good morning. We are learning the halakhot of technology on Shabbat. And yesterday we discussed the opening and closing of a refrigerator on Shabbat and the different problems involved in the refrigerators nowadays. But we quickly discussed something that I'd like to expand on which is going to be relevant to opening and closing ovens on Shabbat. Now, there are ovens that have a Shabbat mode, and there are ovens that do not have a Shabbat mode. What is the difference between them? An oven that has a Shabbat mode, what, uh, with, with, that does not have a Shabbat mode, I'm sorry, as long as it doesn't have any electricity going on and off, the main issue that we're going to encounter is that when you open and close the oven so hot air comes in the thermostat detects that I'm sorry cold air comes in the thermostat detects that the temperature was at 250 now it's at 225 the thermostat will start running and it will start again the fire now what is the milacha that's going to happen it's going to be a deoraita milacha because there's going to be a, uh, a a a fire that is going to be ignited inside the uh, inside the element, which uh, that's how most most uh, 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 most ovens work. Nevertheless, the poskim in the previous generation permitted this because although a melacha deoraita is happening, it's happening through a way of a grama. It's not a direct action that's going to happen. You're going to have first the air coming in and that's going to detect and it's going to it's going to unleash a, a melacha but it's not direct so since it's not direct grama is allowed and even though the Ramah says that grama is only allowed bimakom hefsed we um, we said that if it's in a way that you're not really thinking about it and it's davar kaven it's allowed especially those opinions we brought from Rabbi Shalom Esas that understand that even shalom bimakom hefsed is allowed then you would have room to be lenient no problem whatsoever. I mean, that is the can't say no problem whatsoever, but that's the that's the accepted halacha. Now there are ovens nowadays that have a Shabbat mode. The Shabbat mode, according to the best of my knowledge, the last time I looked at it, into it, was that it takes care of making sure the light doesn't go on and off. In other words, what I was discussing beforehand was that the only problem that's happening is that you're going to have a uh, you're going to have the thermostat going on eventually but you took care of the light it says light always on or light always off but there are some ovens that you can't undo the light so the only way you can do is on shabbat with something with a shabbat mode so based on this if you put your oven on shabbat mode it takes care of the fact that the light is not going on and off but it is still going to be a problem of um of of, uh, of of the thermostat going on and off, but we said that for the thermostat, there are, we are lenient. However, the fact that it's on Shabbat mode does not allow one to change anything that even on the screen you don't see anything. You can't change anything because then you're adding on, we'll call it fuel to the fire, and you are making it a, a higher or lower. And that's obviously forbidden. Furthermore, if you have anything in your oven that is not fully cooked, even if it's 90% cooked, and you opened up the door, and you took something out, you didn't take out that thing that's 90% cooked, you left that in, and then you close the oven door, 
So in essence, what you are doing is that you are cooking that food that's inside the oven because that food would have cooked in half hour. Now it's going to cook in 25 minutes because of you. That's called mikarev bishulo bishabat. And that is a action of bishul. So that's also something one has to be concerned of. However, what the, the, what the issue that, that, that we mentioned beforehand is the oraita or the rabanan. So that's going to be more dependent upon what is the prohibition of electricity on Shabbat. So here I want to expound with you what the, what the isur of electricity on Shabbat is. Electricity is something rather new. It wasn't around uh, hundreds of years ago. It came out in the, it, it came out with, uh, at the end of the era, the first one who spoke about it is the Bet Yitzchak, which, uh, which, which, uh, which was, uh, he was at the, the, the turn of the century. That's when the Bet Yitzchak, uh, uh, wrote his Teshuvot. He was one of the first that wrote on Chashmal, on electricity, and what would be its halacha on Shabbat. And then there was the famous psak that came out from the Chazonish regarding electricity. Now people ask me, what's the Sephardic opinion on electricity on Shabbat? It's very difficult to, uh, to determine that because it's not that there was electricity was common enough that on Shabbat people, uh, that, that the Rabbanim in Morocco got together and decided whether it's a Isur de Oraita or whether it's an Isur de Rabbanan. Some of them didn't even, uh, didn't even see the Chazonish and it could be that they would have, uh, that they, they would have retracted if they would have seen the Chazanish. So it's very hard to, to, to lay down ground rules on this. The, uh, the Bet Yitzchak understood that there is a prohibition when you open up electricity of making something new. You are being, doing melechet, you're, you're doing melechet, you're doing molid. For example, if I have, uh, if I have, um, Condensation that, that I caused that makes water on Shabbat. So I made, I made a molid. I made something new on Shabbat. That's an Isur de Rabbanan. We don't find it in the Mishkan, but it's an Isur de Rabbanan. And the Bet Yitzchak understood indeed that it's an Isur de Rabbanan. The Chazonish explained that any time that I close and open a circuit, what I'm doing is that I'm building a circuit, and that's called Melechet Bone on Shabbat. But not only that, when I'm closing the circuit, I am destroying. So the Chazanish understood when I am opening a light, I violate Melechet Bone. When I'm closing a light, I'm violating Melechet Soter. The first one that really discussed this issue against the Chazanish was Hagaon of Shlomo Zaman Orbach, whose mother at the time uh, just got a hearing. He wanted to get a hearing aid for her. And he wanted to look into what would be the ramifications on Shabbat or not. And he actually has discussions with the Chazanish on this. Why would it be considered boneu soter? Why isn't it just like a door on Shabbat? When I open and close a door, I'm making a big hole in the door. In the, in the, in the, I'm sorry, in the building. When I open up a door, I'm making a big hole. And when I close a door, I'm closing up a hole. Why isn't that boneu on Shabbat? The answer is, is because it's made to open and close. So to a light switch, it's made to open and close. So Rabbi Siona Bashaul brings this in uh, in regarding refrigerators, Perek Mem Alif, and he says there's a big difference. The Chazonish answered the following. Chazonish wrote him back a letter and answered the following. The only reason why I want to close the light is because I want to save electricity. For me, I don't care if the light is open or closed. If that's the case, that's why there's a Melechet Soter. Says Rebid Sinabashaul, so that doesn't apply to all cases. For a refrigerator door that I wanted to open sometime, I wanted to close it sometimes, even the Chazonish would agree that it's not Bonede Oraita. 
So, this is the two approaches. Either it's molid, and molid is only creating, but not necessarily closing. Or, it's building a circuit every time, which would be opening and closing. And that's the two approaches, uh, That basically the two approaches, and it's a machloket that we can't really decide. The great poskim, even Rabbi Shalom Orbach, who didn't understand, like the Chazonish says, we cannot be lenient against the Chazonish, we cannot be lenient, and therefore you have to always treat the Chashmal on Shabbat like a safek. And therefore it's going to be very dynamic what the cases are. And for example, when you're opening up a light switch, it makes a difference what type of bulb is it, uh, it is. If it's an incandescent bulb that you are creating fire, that you're making a melacha deoraita because you're creating fire. That the Chazunish said, besides Bonavisotel, there's the Mavir that everybody would agree to. If it's something that is just closing a circuit, like turning on a compressor in a refrigerator, then there's going to be a machloket, where's the right or the rabbanan. But, but nobody, nobody says that if you'd open up a light switch and you're going to have a bulb that's going to create fire, it would be a problem. Nowadays that LED li- are not a problem, I'm sorry. El- nowadays that LED lights are on the market, it's more and more, um, it's more and more lenient in this matter that it's not, it's not a, Deoraita, according to all opinions, it's a machloket. According to Chazonish, Deoraita. According to others, it might be only an Isur de Rabbanan. So, getting back to our ovens, when you are opening an oven and the light goes on, if it's an LED light, so it's Isur de Rabbanan. If it's a, if it's a bulb, it's a Deoraita. A regular bulb is Deoraita, but so you have to remove that bulb. That's no question, because anyways, you're doing a melacha, whether it's Deoraita or de Rabbanan. But as we mentioned, there's all other types of things that go on that you have to know and it's going to be very relevant for the future. So once again, ovens on Shabbat, if the, if the light is taken care of and there's nothing else cooking and, and everything in the oven is cooked 100%, you're allowed to open and close the, you're allowed to close the door. But if something is happening on the digital screens that you're creating circuits or whatever else, then it's a machloket whether it's the right or the rabbanani will be forbidden. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.